0: You're listening to Oh Yoshi Video. Podcast with Yoshi Obayashi do you ever Oh be sad
1: Okay everyone, this is Yoshi, I'm back in Amsterdam. I am back at Proxy Page's place, and I'm sure by now you heard her previous episode, and I'm really happy I'm doing. Hopefully this will be the second, and we'll be doing the third one today. So Proxy, thanks for doing the show again.
0: Not a problem, pleasure.
1: And uh, you have a very good news about your project. Would you like to tell everyone about it?
0: I do. My project just got 100% of the votes that it needed yesterday, but I can still get more and uh, surpass my goal but I'll be launching it sometime later this week and then I can start collecting funds so the fun is just about to begin.
1: Which which website it again?
0: It's at offbeater.com and the project is called Proxy Infiltrates Europe
1: So that website is very similar to Kickstarter but they do adult thing projects?
0: Yeah it's all adult driven uh, projects that they have on there and there's some really interesting ones on there I've been supporting a couple of the other people on there
1: so you have to reach 100% first, then you're qualified to receive money from fans. Yeah, or if I, I can
0: get enough of the votes and show that I have enough people backing my idea, then mm-hmm. they'll allow me to start uh, earning funds. And I did it, I've, and I've actually surpassed the goal, i am already passed
1: 100%. So, um, I think we mentioned it, but I want to remind the listeners, so you need to reach how much? to do your project now?
0: Um, I actually changed the uh, the goal and it's now at 6,500 because I'm going to be running a second project after this one. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be running a couple of projects this year, see how they all go. So there's
1: 6,500 that you need to film a movie, right?
0: No, 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 no. This is uh, to do legal <laughs> registration so I can legally shoot the movie out here because I don't want to end up getting in trouble and running into issues. Right. So I want to do it all properly and legally considering i am a foreigner out here better safe than sorry
1: and they're okay you filming stuff here
0: uh yeah there's some countries that might be a little tricky to film in but I bet i'll be able to get around that i'm not too nervous
1: i i think netherlands one of the few countries in the world allow you to do both uh, when i say both and
0: prostitution yeah. yeah
1: that's what i mean because um usually most countries let you do one thing, but not other one legally. For example, in Thailand, prostitution is legal, but pornography is illegal. <laughs> pornography is legal in the states for the most part, but prostitution for the most part are illegal. But the Netherlands, they really believe in freedom. They let you film porn and do prostitution legally. Mm-hmm. So um, all right, is there anything more you want us to talk about your uh, project? Let the audience know
0: uh nope it's just it's at offbeater.com the project again it's called infiltrate our proxy infiltrates europe and i hope i get some supporters (laughs) which was the
1: title of your last episode you did for me so yeah uh, let's talk about it when we uh before we finish this episode so this is this episode is basically a little bit of random porn talk things that you have done and people (laughs) that you know the
0: funny stories we've been sharing sure
1: (laughs) Um, The one I want to talk before we talk about the people you know in business, let's talk about your friend Dave in Arizona.
0: Yeah, um, Dave uh, who runs Glory Hole Swallow, the website Glory Hole Swallow, uh, he's a really really great guy and he contacted me a couple years ago and he said he was a really big fan of my movies and he knew that I lived in Arizona so he wanted to shoot with me. And he he hit me up at a really funny time because I had taken a break from the industry for a while it was winter time and I, I through through my entire break I didn't end up having sex for like three months so when he hit me up it was like it was like a godsend I was like yes I've been waiting for this this is perfect
1: when you when you, when you say winter time for porn it's usually, November, December, January area. Right? Yeah,
0: right before the AVN awards, everybody and usually takes a little break. All and business
1: tend to be slow because everybody getting ready for the big show in January for um, adult video news. And
0: also the holidays because mm-hmm. there's like Thanksgiving and then Christmas and New Year's and you want to spend that time with the family and that's a good time of the year to take a break because summertime is the prime time to be shooting porn, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, the weather's better and stuff. okay. Mm-hmm. So he contacts you and. You went to, I guess, Phoenix, and it someplace close around that area, right? Uh-huh,
0: yeah, he shoots in Phoenix.
1: Can you explain to people? Because I don't want to assume every listener to know what glory hole is.
0: A <laughs> uh, glory hole is a hole that's in a wall in a booth in a porn shop. And it's usually guys put their, like cocks through there, their hands through there, and like to play with random strangers, because it's only a hole in the wall, so you can't see who's on the other side, except for select body parts that come through, Mm -hmm. and, um, this is not,
1: uh, this is not for only for heterosexual men, it's also, no,
0: definitely not, no, a
1: lot of Mm -hmm. gay guys do it,
0: and that's tricky, because he goes to different porn shops, Mm -hmm. and he shoots in different places, so you never quite sure like what the intentions are from the person on the other side but everybody likes to have fun so usually i I,
1: I remember working in taboo video up in seattle washington some guys would make holes and we had to (laughs) patch us all up you know it's almost like this like um rodent
0: like a rat you know how how
1: they're both through the wall (laughs) looking such a
0: funny way to put
1: it i mean that's what these guys do and I mean if i have to be more frank about it I, it's generally it's more a gay guy thing because oh, yeah. you Definitely. know it's,
0: it's but they're not going to complain if a girl grabs their cock and starts sucking it that's right. for sure
1: Well, how I many how would you know unless you distinct you know you go out of your way to look who's in your next room yeah uh,
0: yeah that's true
1: so i saw the video my my friend uh, rick even told me it was really really good and i didn't realize you were in it and uh we were talking before recording, so uh, you know, you told me a couple of funny stories. So, anyway, it's basically guys put their dick through and girls start sucking their dicks. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um,
0: and sometimes it, a little more happens. Like it's yeah, like frisky and have to like maneuver my way around having sex with these beautiful cocks that come through the hole because they're all different shapes and sizes and colors. And colors. So, yeah,
1: and um. I saw the camera work. Uh, Dave seemed like a very good. He's, he that seemed like that's a very good job of lighting and. Uh,
0: yeah, he has a really great eye for like capturing really good angles. He's he's very good at like capturing good angles of the cock of the girl and everything. He gets right up in there because like it's limited of like space, so he can't mm-hmm. help but get in there but he does have like a unique way of capturing it. There's a lot of glory hole things that are out and around, but he has a particular style that is really nice, and it works for him. And, and,
1: and it looks like most of the girls are amateur.
0: Yeah, yeah. A lot of the girls that he gets are amateurs. Like uh, He meets some on the internet. He meets some in real life, just sees like that they're kind of like a, fris- like a frisky fun girl in real life. And he's like, hey, would you like to try this sometime? And brings them on in. <clears throat> Yeah, pretty much everybody that is in his movies are all amateurs.
1: And I, I, I think a lot of guys like um, amateur stuff too, which uh, maybe I think a young fan of porn maybe don't realize it because they see a lot of stars all the time. But I think men do like variety, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um,
0: and I also think, I don't know,
1: what, what's your theory on this, if you have any opinion on it. But there's a lot of guys i remember seeing them at the porn shop and i'm sure you have too and a lot of these guys don't want to cheat on their wife or girlfriend for, but for whatever reasons these women stopped giving them blowjobs or never giving them blowjobs you know and um,
0: they need to get it from somewhere mm-hmm. so that's a place where you can go and get it secretly and
1: or just watch a movie where they see blowjob stuff that, you know that
0: too yeah a lot of, uh, back when I worked at the porn shop, there was a lot of guys that would come in and when they would come up to the counter to get changed, they'd give a 20 and we'd give them a bunch of ones. Uh, you would see that they had wedding rings on. Sure. And, like, you could just tell. Like, they had a lot of pent-up energy, like, like sexual energy. And, yeah, some of them weren't back there, like, fooling around with people, but they were just back there watching porn because, like, their wives or girlfriends don't let them keep it at home. Mm-hmm.
1: Why do you... So, what, what do you, what's going on, like...
0: I really wish girls were more open-minded to porn. It makes me so sad every time that I hear a girl. It gets upset that her boyfriend, like, she finds porn in her boyfriend's house, and she thinks, oh, she's not good enough. Just be happy he's not cheating. At least he's not going to look for it somewhere else. Porn is, like, a really safe, like, sexual outlet for guys. Ease off them, ladies.
1: (laughs) I, 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 uh, what I, I, what I usually tell women, it's kind of like, porn is kind of like vitamins. (laughs) <laughs> if they're not getting enough nourishment from home from their wife or girlfriends then they really have to get those and and um, it's it's um, I think the the tough one is like if the girl never give the guy blowjobs and and this is something that important for you as a guy mm-hmm. and if you make a decision to stay with it then I think that it's a partially your fault for that but mm-hmm. it's not that if you're with a girl who used to give you blowjobs and stuff but once you're married or committed relationship and stuff Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know if that's fair, um, but I don't know. You know,
0: it, yeah, it's a very great area because there's a lot of different like situation, like different kinds of situations sure. like that it relates to. And and,
1: and if, if if the guy doesn't go down on the girl, then you don't deserve that either. You know, it's got to be fair on both ends.
0: Most definitely. <laughs> I I was actually with a guy before, and he. Uh, I was about to go down on him, and he was like, "I hope." you're okay with the fact that I'm not going to go down on you. And I was like, um, no, I'm not. <laughs> so that d- didn't even end up happening. That, that's that's definitely well, a what, what do you think deal is, breaker for me.
1: What's going on with the guys who don't want to go down on a girl?
0: I don't know. I think it's because it's, like, it's a bit intimidating for guys because all it girls... Is? Yeah, yeah, definitely, in my opinion, because all girls are different. Like, okay, yeah, vaginas can definitely be scary and like there could be many reasons why guys don't want to go down on girls maybe they had a bad experience or something but
1: wait wait what do you mean bad experience maybe they
0: went down and like the girl wasn't right down there maybe she was super hairy maybe there was something wrong maybe there was like it didn't smell right it didn't taste right there could be like a plethora of reasons wait
1: before you continue i just wonder sometimes sometimes when a girl tastes little does this make sense like sour
0: Mhm. Mhm. What's going on there? Uh, it's usually incorporated with your diet. Uh, there's certain things that you eat that just make you not taste right, and uh, like unhealthy food and fast food are a big, big factor in that. Like, you can tell when uh, you can taste in someone's like a guy's come or a girl's uh, like fluids if they don't eat healthy if someone eats really healthy they taste really good is what i've noticed i
1: remember giving my blood away because i used to do this medical lab thing and like um, every other week i used to get my blood and one time she one of the nurse was taking my blood it was super dark and she said you need to drink more water something something about um, if you're not getting enough water, the blood is darker for some reason
0: just like sexual fluids like pee Like if you don't drink enough water, it comes out really dark if you do it comes out more clear So any like body fluids are affected by like how you treat your body
1: got it and so sometimes going back Girls are like sour tasting other time. It's just plain. Yeah, which I like real taste at all. Yeah, I, kind of, I like that um, and
0: sometimes i like when like a pussy smells like pussy like not in a bad like there's no bad smell to it it just smells like a female like it smells like their skin like sometimes it smells like nothing but like i also enjoy like a bit of a womanly scent too
1: yeah i don't have problem like like especially if the girl just worked out or something that's a good great yeah smell, yeah and, that's um,
0: more what i'm talking about
1: um and there's other times i don't know how to describe it it's
0: yeah, yeah, the female anatomy, and that's like that's why I said like it could be intimidating to guys because mm. guys don't really know how like a girl's body works. Like guys are pretty straightforward. All guys have a cock. They're all pretty much shaped the same, like whether they be bigger or smaller. <laughs> it's the same general idea. You stroke up and down, you suck and yeah. that's, that's about it. You don't get much more technical than that. Oh yeah, unless you start including the balls, but just like saying just cocks are pretty much they're all they all work about the same, but vaginas. Some of them are externally stimulated. Some of them are internally stimulated. Some of
1: them really long and meaty.
0: Yeah, and like guys don't know like, cause yeah, like some some of them have bigger inner lips and some of them have bigger outer lips. So guys don't know like where to rub and g- g- girls are stimulated. The crack in ends is everywhere. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Just pay attention to it. Girls like that. Just yeah. Try. Girls appreciate you trying. And don't be afraid to tell them, ladies. And don't be intimidated if the ladies tell you guys. That's what I always run into. What, I, I what, scare them at first.
1: What What do you think is m- most women's reaction and a lingers, like getting their asshole would?
0: Hmm. It really depends on uh, the girls and their upbringing. Because, like, I've, I've been with some girls. I've been with some very, very gay girls that are very, very open and sexually advancing <laughs> and... Uh, like, they'll even try like fisting me, and I can't get fisted in my pussy, but then like I'll like lick their butt or something, and they get really like worried about it. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just a really like it's a preference thing, but every like
1: some I, I've noticed like some girls who like even though they said okay, every time you, you I go in that area, they clench,
0: yeah, yeah. they get nervous and tense it's, up. It,
1: it's almost like, um. I think it's goalie at hockey or soccer games they're just like they're, they're trying to block it
0: <laughs> yeah and because like anal isn't really like you when you start having sex like anal isn't the first thing that most people think of so it's usually something that comes with time and maybe just a lot of girls haven't done it yet but please everyone try it at least once
1: <laughs> i mean there's some girls that love it and they even they the
0: guys too guys try it too <laughs>
1: You know, sometimes girl, ger- you do it, and, and um, they're pleasantly surprised. They like it, but I'm always surprised when they tell me um, they never had that before. You know, mm-hmm. and,
0: uh, yeah, yeah. It's just you still like more of a taboo thing, and, and not. As you think of you
1: really think it is?
0: Yeah, because like it's th- essentially that's where shit comes out of. So that mm. like that scares a lot of people away from it. So they don't think of it in a sexual way. So they never try exploring it until someone presents them with the opportunity and they do it And they have if they haven't thought about it before like it's, it's It does make them a little tense, but there's definitely pleasure points there in guys and women in the anus So it's nothing to be scared of. It's nothing <laughs> shameful. Just be clean and hygienic and you're good.
1: Yeah, i just kind of try to be relaxed about it, you know mm-hmm. So um,
0: It also depends like how comfortable you are sexually too. That's a big part of it as well.
1: So it's it's I guess i did not really intimidating. I never really thought that it's like that's like never shouldn't be shouldn't be intimidating more I think that's like it's if you like women, body. like yeah, it's that's a really sensitive area.
0: Like girls, like people, like getting kissed on the neck, mm. getting like their like fingers sucked on, their toes sucked on, and that's just the ass is just another part of the body. It's another thing to explore and try. So. Uh,
1: Going back to Dave's um, 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 Glory Hole Swallow, right? mm-hmm. Yeah. Great website. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, so he contacts you, and you've done like three or four episodes?
0: I've, I've shot for him almost five times. And like, because he, like, he wanted to just have backup work of mine just to release later on, mm-hmm. just in case. But um, the first time I worked for him, I, uh, I ended up getting there, and I was supposed to do. He asked me, he's like, "Well, how many guys will you give a blowjob to?" I was like, "How many do you got?" He's like, "Well, I'll schedule eight for you." So he scheduled eight guys for me, and like I said, I hadn't had sex in three months, and he t- like it was only supposed to be blowjobs through the glory holes, like that was all like you like that we had discussed about mm-hmm. doing, but I couldn't leave it at just that. I, I ended up putting condoms on all the guys. I ended up fucking almost all of the cocks. That, If they didn't come too soon, there was a condom on them, and they were... Do you you meet the
1: guys before shooting?
0: No, because a lot of the times, like, they're random walk-ins, depending on, like, the shops he goes to. Some of, like, some are planned, some are not. So, no, he, like, usually there's no interaction other than, like, the cock-sucking that happens with the girl and the guy. But for me, sometimes (laughs) I get a little crazy, and I, I run around the walls and try to meet them.
1: And and what's their reaction when you go in there?
0: Um <laughs> uh.
1: See, here's 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 this is what I'm thinking before you say anything. Uh, the guys are going to do it. They're excited because obviously they're getting blowjobs. Uh-huh. But two, it's a glory hole, so the girl cannot see them, and they're only seen by waist. From waist down, uh-huh. so they're they're protecting their privacy, but at the same time, I'm sure a lot of them are uh, nervous because it's, it's, especially if they're amateur guys, you know. It's uh, people talk about how fun it must do do porn. But it's still intimidating when you're getting filmed, you know? And there's a bunch of other guys there, too, and, like, you have to worry about... You know, there you so many thoughts, like,
0: yeah. keep it hard,
1: blowjob, worried about the other guys in the room, and, you know... But so yeah,
0: if it's just your cock, like, all you have to focus on is the pleasure that's happening to mm-hmm. you, because the guys aren't being filmed, so it's a lot less for them to worry about. Any, any problems? Like, sometimes they can't
1: get hard? Um,
0: <laughs> um the first uh, scene that I did for uh, Dave... Uh, he booked me with eight guys, and I was just so excited. And I think the guys could like feel my energy because the first two cock, like there was uh, in the first set of guys, there was two uh, there was a couple of co- cocks that I grabbed, yeah, and they just ended up busting so fast. And I think they could feel my energy from that, and they're like their their excitement felt my excitement, but um. And they were clean. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, but there was actually supposed to be another girl that Dave was gonna film coming in after me, and she never ended up showing up. And uh, like he had, he had brought a couple of guys uh, to this, like to the uh, location with him to like have for sure guys that would come through. And I, he was like, "Oh yeah, the other girl didn't show up." And I was like, "Hmm, send her guys on in. Like, like I'll I'll keep going. I'm, I'm not ready to stop yet. And like there's was, uh, there was like." I, it usually doesn't happen, but it definitely does happen sometimes where they can't get hard,
1: but... Wait, so first round, you you, you gave all those guys blowjob and they, <laughs> they try to come in your mouth, correct? Oh yeah. Then second time around, they try to have sex with you, These the same guys.
0: No, 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 no. It was a whole other group of guys. I ended up blowing and fucking like 12 different guys that day. I see. It was just a really busy day. Which
1: I didn't mind. Um, and did you tell me, like, you could tell once you put their dicks in your mouth, you could tell how old they were?
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh
1: Wait, <laughs> wait. So you're like, you're like someone here that the wine tester, like you probably, <laughs> I the, <know>. the, the <laughs>
0: you know. by
1: the whiff of the taste, you could tell what year? You no, know,
0: I've actually gotten very skilled just from all of my interactions because I've had so many, like, uh, I've had a lot of sexual experiences. I'm a very sexually curious girl inside and outside of porn to, uh, to where, like, I can look at a guy's face and tell, like, how big his cock is and I can look at it, like, and also, you can tell by a penis like how saggy the balls are, and like or how loose the skin is. Like, oh yeah, this this guy's a little bit older. He's probably in like his forties or something. But Here again, ethnicity and things like that come into play as well. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I've been I'm quite the cock connoisseur.
1: <laughs> so when you when you did it, how long did it take you to finish that scene? When, when you started? Oh my god,
0: I didn't want it to stop. I was I was begging for more at the end. Actually, I wasn't ready for it to come, and then there's all of a sudden there's no more. There's no more penises coming through the A little sad
1: and did you talk to any other guys after that afterward or
0: oh uh, no no not the first time that i did it but he brought me back again and either the second or third time that he brought me back um uh w- there was a guy and he ended up like he ended up going through the booth again and he like he mentioned something to dave i didn't realize that he had like whispered to him because small quarters again so i like i couldn't see what was going on there was just cocks on both sides of me so i wasn't paying attention but he ended up telling dave he's like oh can i go again i want to go again and he went again and he was like oh yeah this is this guy's second time and i was like his cock was so hard and i was like man this guy is so into this so i was like "Fuck this and i went i I came out of my booth and i ended up going to his and dave had to like quickly follow me with the camera and i like i pushed the guy down in his chair and i started having sex with him and he was sitting on the chair, and my back was facing him. And I just like put his cock inside of me, and I was fucking him. And then I reached down to grab his knee. He, he,
1: he, and he has a condom on.
0: Oh, yeah, I, okay. I, I put a condom on him. And I reached down to like put my hands on his knees to get more balance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And all of a sudden, on his leg, like on his, I think it was his right leg. I feel like there's not a knee there, but there's like a metal pole. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? And I like stopped having sex with him and I pulled up his pants and I see that he's missing one of his legs and there's just like oh. a metal post there. And <laughs> it was like, huh, cyborg man. I mean, look. I'm not stopping. <laughs> I think he actually he ended up like losing wood a little because I like I found that and I looked at it, but it didn't bother me at all. But like I think he got a little nervous from me doing that. He lost wood a little. But well, what,
1: what do you what do you think? He, uh, he thought you were going to judge him or something? Or?
0: Yeah, but then once he saw, like it didn't bother me. Like he he quickly. Got well, I mean, I <laughs> just,
1: uh, as long as stick isn't the middle part, you're
0: Ah, oh, but he was just so enthusiastic. Like, I could feel his enthusiasm through his hard cock. And I ended up actually, like, asking for his number. And I, I was going to hook up with him, but I wasn't living in Arizona at the time. So it never ended up happening again. Um, <sighs> and, and,
1: and, it must be hard for him.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, when when you try to date someone, maybe some women don't like a guy. Who, how, much, how much was he missing? From knee down or the... From I think
0: it was from like mid, um, like j- like the lower part of his thigh, like above his knee. I think wow. he was missing that much. Did you t-
1: find out how he, he lost it?
0: No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I I I meant to. I try I did try to get his number because mm, he was cute too, and I was just like, mm, I want I want to have like I want to have my time with a one legged man. Like, that in itself kind of turned me on, anything that's out of the norm. That's kind
1: of cool that you did that for him because, um, you know, I I don't know what's what's it like to be, I guess, is this correct to say a handicapped person? And, um, you know, I'm sure it's a little tougher for them to find sexual partners. Yeah,
0: actually, I have a friend out in Sweden, Mm -hmm. and he, like, him and I, like, we talk very openly about everything. And uh, I was telling him about how I've been like I was living in Poland at the time, and I was like doing a lot of stretching, and I was like, "Oh man, I can get super huge things in my ass now." And he was like, "Hey, I have a friend that has a stump for an arm." He's like, "Would you pick his arm in it, in your ass?" He was like, "His and his arm because like he was born with his arm like that, I believe." And it wait happened-
1: wait wait. He's missing an arm, or he
0: was born with just uh, one arm. The, the, his other arm was just a stump, and turns out the stump was shaped like a penis. Like it is, it's, it's really like it was like a long straight arm, and then like had a head of a penis at the end of it. It just looked like a big penis on his arm. And he like he showed me some pictures, and I was like, oh man, please introduce me to this person. Like I would like I I can't wait till the next time I go to Sweden. I want to shoot just a personal video of this guy. Like essentially, like, arming me, fisting me, I don't know what you would call it at that point. So it's,
1: it's like Captain Hook, right? me? <laughs> it's like Captain Hook, but it's Captain Penis. Almost, like. Penis <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, something
0: like that. But I ended up messaging him on Facebook, and he, I guess he's a really big fan of porn, and he was just like... <gasps> like, because my friend had told him that I was going to contact him, and he was just like, yes, I would love to do that with you, so, Sweden, I'm coming for you.
1: And, you know, you, I don't know how long you've been living in Europe now. Since um, August. And, you know, we are what, late January 2014. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when did you come here first time?
0: August of last year, actually. Oh, no, 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 no. February of last year in 2013 was my first time coming out here. Oh, okay. no, no, no. 2012. Sorry. Wow. So I've been coming out here for a little while now.
1: So, you know, I, as you could tell, Northern Europe have different attitudes about sex. For example, I, you know, I'm sorry if I'm... Yeah, there's
0: Southern, Northern Europe, and then Scandinavia.
1: Um, maybe I'm wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure... You know, prostitution is legal in Germany, the Netherlands, Belgium. Not uh,
0: France and not Italy. Yeah,
1: um, I, I mean,
0: they, the
1: they, they have a really weird rules. Like, some countries... It's technically illegal to do prostitution, but you can't have a, a brothel. Um,
0: All these loopholes and different rules yeah. here and there. Like in, in
1: Sweden, um, it's legal to sell sex, but it's illegal to buy. So they will only punish the John if you get caught.
0: Yeah. Are there porn shops in Sweden?
1: Um, yeah, I'm sure. But Sweden, uh, uh, amazingly, it's it's a beautiful country, beautiful people, and it's a really nice place. But They're conservative in a lot of different things. I was a little surprised.
0: Yeah, I think that's funny. They have a really unique mix out there of, like, open to sexuality, Mm -hmm. but then still very, like, conservative in some areas of it.
1: I mean, I still think their attitude... It's like,
0: like... they put up a front of being conservative, but then behind closed doors, every Swedish person that I've met is like very open-minded to a lot of things. Mm. Like a lot of the girls, I like that I've been that I've met and talked to, like they're very open to anal and stuff like yeah. that. And a lot of girls in a lot of places aren't in a lot of different countries out here.
1: They're, they're. I mean, privately, when they're talking about their personal sex, mm-hmm. not the commercial sex lines of Scandinavia, they tend to be open-minded. <laughs> I think it's true, especially if you're not if you live in an area that is not very religious. Scandinavia, I mean, they they do have churches, and maybe a lot of them are considered technically Christian, but th- it, there are more secular places. Um, I mean, I th- I still think Sweden have a better policy of prostitution compared to the USA because they're not at least punishing the prostitute themselves. In USA, we punish the prostitute and Johns. Mm. It's it's worse uh, minus certain area in nevada they have a legal brothel but yeah. um so you know different attitude and going back germany they in the brothels they give discounts to senior citizens
0: <laughs> that's a good one yeah. i like that
1: A-N-M.
0: if it's your 18th birthday or your whatever birthday yeah. and your retiring year
1: it's it's like denny's they give you, you a <laughs> discount or something and i know in netherlands i i think really uh, special. i think, netherlands, I, I, think if, I could be wrong but maybe even discount for handicapped people, maybe, they, they, maybe the government gives subsidies and people don't want to talk about it, but I, I think it's one of those human rights things. I know some young people don't want to know, but their parents have sex. Their grandparents still have sex. Mm-hmm. Handicapped people have these needs, too.
0: Yeah, definitely. There's still people. They still have hormones running through their yeah. body. Yeah,
1: and now...
0: And, uh, um, Actually, have you heard of that woman? I can't... Her name is beyond me right now, but uh, there's a woman that is kind of known for having sex with handicapped people because she understands, like, they can't get it from other places, so she, she like, she has a soft spot in her heart for that, so she's known for, like... Giving pleasure to handicap people that can't normally get it. Elsewhere. Is she European or? No, I think she's in the U.S. Uh, Danny Wild actually was telling me about her because I was talking about how like I've had a couple experiences where like I've had pity sex with people and sympathy sex with people for you one did? reason or another. Yeah. So and he was like, yeah, and he was the one that ended up telling me about her. Um. I understand. I'm in. <laughs>
1: We we should definitely talk about Danny a little later too.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, um, so you you did all the scenes, you talked to them, and um, you know I, I gotta say Dave's things. I, I like the amateur factor of it. The camera work is good, the lighting's good, and uh, yeah, it's
0: really like it's all very genuine. Like the stuff that he gets, and like you, you can tell when a director is good, just like Jason Rocco, because they have a skill behind. The camera that shows through the things that they capture and De- Dave is definitely like could be ranked in that category
1: yeah and I know you know just like women needs intimacy and you know they want guys to listen to them and on and on and on. these are the needs that women have but I gotta say ladies blowjob is probably like a <laughs> way up there for guys <laughs>
0: i've definitely met a couple of guys though that like aren't big on blowjobs but my theory on the guys that don't like blowjobs is they just haven't had a good one yet
1: so oh is that what it is
0: yeah that's what i think because i've i've been with two guys at least that have been like oh no 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 no, no. don't even worry about it and i'm like why why like what that doesn't make sense to me and they're just like "Yeah, yeah yeah don't worry about it i'm like have you not had a good blowjob before that's that's what i'm going to assume this is and then i'm like just just let me try and then they're like oh oh okay (laughs) no offense ladies just practice makes perfect don't be shy so the so um,
1: you know you know a lot of porn girls and regular girls um what what's going on when a girl hate to give a guy (sighs) blowjobs Do, do, do you think a uh, religious reason or is it like a yeah, hygiene thing I, th- or? I think
0: it's just like the upbringing and like I've definitely heard some stories from girls like and I've, I've been there once or twice too where like you go down there and maybe they haven't showered in a couple of days or like they've been out all day and they're all sweaty and like you're like oh oh oh, never mind never mind I don't wanna I don't even <laughs> want to mess around in that area so yeah and uh, but a lot of it could be the upbringing because so many people are brought up in religious households. So they're not open to it until they get more experienced, and mm-hmm. they, like society's influence gets in a little bit more. And it's not looked at so dirty because, it, like, sometimes things like that are looked at as dirty, or is it, it just yeah, the, the family that they come from?
1: And I have to say, the hygiene thing is important. I mean, yeah,
0: hygiene is definitely, definitely a big one for uh, like most performers and people in real life that are like openly sexually active.
1: And, and you know, we're, we're also going to talk to superstar Bella Donna, but she used to tell me, like, you could tell... She doesn't mind if the guy just worked out and have a sweaty uh, workout smell, but there's definitely other smells to indicate there's something bad going on.
0: Yeah, um, like, there's fresh, sweaty, like, human smell, and then there's, like, I've been out for the last two days and sweating, <clears throat> and I haven't, like, kept up with my showers or anything like that. There's being, like natural and being inconsiderate
1: <laughs> did you ever watch that science fiction called species 1995-96 oh, uh-uh natasha hindrich the beautiful uh, canadian actress there was a scene she she so she's alien right so she's
0: yeah 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 she's yeah, going yeah,
1: around yeah, yeah. trying to get impregnated uh-huh. so you pick up this really good looking guy she follows him to his place he's taking shower blah 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 and looks like she's ready to have sex with her because she she her mission is to get impregnated and create more species yeah. At the last minute she decided not to have sex with her and later on you find out he's diabetic so she make a decision like oh, he's not yeah. healthy enough to have offspring right and um, I think it was Bill Donna who told me like if there's a smell of the uh, of the guy's dick or oh, especially after he urinates and, and has a smell like a sweetness chances are he's diabetic mmhmm you know, for some reason, when people have a, a diabetic problems, their piss, like when they urn smell like sugary for some reason. You know, mm-hmm. and also if the guy have God forbid, gonorrhea or syphilis and stuff, I'm sure. Well, first of all, there's probably something wrong with their skin. If you see a dick and there's something
0: off about it, like yeah. <laughs> if it's red or irritated looking, if there's sores or bumps or something doesn't look natural and right. Yeah, or or like skin's kind of peeling enough
1: like leprosy. Yeah. yeah, you just don't you don't do anything. <laughs> but if
0: there's not correct tastes or fluids coming yeah. out. Yeah.
1: These are these are important, you know. These are obviously the reason why you don't do it. Um, but if the guy's healthy and the girl doesn't do it, then, you know, this is something that both of uh people have to make a decision whether they want to continue dating or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know? So you did, you did, you Being did. Being
0: sexually compatible is really, yeah. really important in a relationship.
1: So um, you did four episodes. I guess the funniest one was when the guy with uh, not funny to him, but funny to you, <laughs> a missing leg. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um. Uh, is that it for Dave, I guess? Um,
0: uh, yeah, he's uh, he's a fantastic uh, filmmaker. I really like the quality of his stuff. And again, I'll just mention his website one more time because I'm a huge fan of him and his site. <laughs> it's uh, gloryholeswallows.com.
1: It, uh, we don't have to figure out, but he, he probably have a Twitter account for that website? Or...
0: Yeah, I'm sure that he does. Okay. <laughs> I'm well, make sure, I think it's Gloria Swallows.
1: Uh, make sure you talk to him and in talk interview him. Yeah, 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 I'll definitely send him an
0: email later today. So let's... Contact him again.
1: Let's talk to people because they're, they're interesting cases and they both have um, two different reasons why they are no longer in adult business. And this is not on, like a pointing finger, but fingers at them. But, um, you know, um, so let's talk about Dan- Danny Wow... Guy, mm-hmm. I met him a couple of times through you and um, um, your friend. What's your friend's uh, stage name? She is uh, Lily, yeah, beautiful mm-hmm. girl, very fun, funny girl, and uh, her ex boyfriend, Danny. Well, and uh, so Danny's no longer in the business. And I, I didn't know that you didn't know when I told you about it, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: So, you want to give just what happened to Danny,
0: yeah? So, um, one thing he's always been very open and honest about. Um, like his lifestyle and the things that he does which is really important for like the porn industry because sure. it's all about like trust and, Transparency. Like, being, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, like being comfortable with the people that you're working with and everybody needs to like hold up like keep up with a certain standard so being open is definitely really a big thing for that but um, he he used um, uh, performance enhancement pills a lot which help keep your uh, cock hard. And eventually, it ended up because he's been in the business for a while. He's been around for quite a quite a few years, um, and he u- he so from doing it for so long uh, and using so many of the pills, it ended up having negative effects on him. And like you told me, I guess now he like he's he doesn't work properly anymore because what the pills were doing. And because I used to live with him and his girlfriend Lily Lebeau, um uh, uh, he, he, the pills ended up lowering his immune system and he would get sick really easy and when mm. he would get sick he would get pretty sick and he'd be in bed for like a couple days at a time and it, like, it was really sad and I had no idea that the it would end up resulting the way that it did because I, yeah, I didn't understand quite in depth about what was all going on but I was definitely there and around for a lot of it and how like, those pills do like definitely can have a negative effect on you if you use them too much.
1: Is, is that something like when people are using hard drugs and after a while they're using so much yeah, that... it, it wears away
0: at your body because it's forcing your body to do something that it might not naturally do it, like the same way it does.
1: Mm-hmm. And I don't know when Viagra was uh, released, like mid-90s, I guess. It, it was uh, Viagra was found... It was originally for people with heart problems. And mm-hmm. they, were, they were using on these men and uh, they were getting negative results they're trying transf- to figure it has something to do with the heart problem and something interesting happened when you're testing on these guys they would come back asking for more of the pills and mm-hmm. the people who are making the pills wondering like why do you need them more and <laughs> finally a few of them started to eventually tell them that it's really helping them with their relationship with their wives blood so
0: <laughs> so
1: viagra you know f- pfizer made billions of dollars but It was like an accidental discovery. My point of telling you, you know, whenever this was like an early to mid-90s, prior to that time, pre-Viagra, PB, (laughs) all the guys who were performing the business were guys who were able to get hard in front of the camera, fuck, without any sort of assistance, you know. Mm -hmm. These are like old school guys, you know, guys like Rocco Sofritti and Nacho and... You know, um, T.T. Boy. I also
0: heard back in those days, there was, like, the cock injections. Oh, caberjack. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's called. Do you want to
1: explain what that is?
0: I'm, I'm actually not 100% sure, but I heard, like, that was around before Viagra. Mm-hmm. And Some people are still using that, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I guess in, like, the old porn from the 80s and early, like, in the 90s, you can, or not in the 80s, but definitely the 90s, um that was like that was around really before viagra right mm-hmm. so like you i guess you can see in like the old porns that the guys used to use it because there's there'd be these little dots at the ends of their cock because they would shoot up before a scene so there was always that too yeah I, i'm not uh, really hundred percent sure on that but that also has even worse effects than i think the pills do
1: sure i mean that the caperjack stuff literally make your dick hard like a rock and, and the girl's not even there i mean um one of my friends was joking about another guy in the scene like they're still waiting for the girl and the guys walk around naked with
0: uh, yeah but also like uh, that reminds me because of the way the industry has changed nowadays like now it's so much more of a production (laughs) and like the lighting is different uh like it's a different like standard and quality uh everybody's using hd cameras Things are get like porns getting printed on Blu-ray. Blu-ray, it's been like do, getting done in uh, 3D. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, I heard um, I uh, actually it was uh, Bonnie Rotten. I heard her talking at a party, and she was talking about her boyfriend. By the way, a
1: boy- uh, performer of the year, 80 Yeah, 40, yeah, 40. yeah. Congratulations, Bonnie. Girl. Mm-hmm.
0: Um she i heard her talking about um like having a conversation with danny about her boyfriend uh, was saying because he used to be a performer talking about how he doesn't understand how guys these days are able to like stay hard because like scenes take so much longer than they used to like before it was just you film the sex and that's it and like maybe you'll stop the camera once or twice like oh i want to get this position can you guys do this position Mm -hmm. next but now it's like all right wait we're going to do this we're going to change this we got to make sure we're getting this angle so there's so much more stop and go nowadays to make it a good quality production which is what people a lot of people are really liking to see nowadays but that's also what has brought in like so uh, such a big use of the uh like penis enhancement pills and uh stamina pills is because like uh porn like it uh porn is asking for a lot more from the actors now yeah it's like it's up the ante and it's yeah it's a lot it's more like making a movie than making a porno now or making a porn movie instead of just like making a porno i don't i don't
1: i don't really like i don't like when they use those pills and like hyperjack and stuff like that. Because, because um, I, I don't know, maybe maybe because I watched so much movies, I I, I I could tell, not always, but the whole point of seeing a really hot scene in the porn is the energy that you feel between the guy and the girl, mm-hmm. and he's hard because he's really into the girl, and uh, you can feel that energy, and the, you know it's it's I guess it's a little bit more real. It's defeating the purpose of the whole thing, which you know if they're using it because they can't get hard. Or maybe they're just not into the girl or whatnot. It just—I don't—I don't necessarily think because you have a better camera and HD things are better. Those are secondary. I think the most important thing is—is is there sexual chemistry between two people? Yeah,
0: that's okay. And I mean. he's
1: really into it. He's hard because he's into the girl, you know, but that get kind of lost because there definitely
0: is like a performance uh quality Mm -hmm. like uh part to it but then like you can't fake natural chemistry you can like you can to a point but like when it's real and it's natural like it usually shows through on camera really well but again that's uh like society like that's uh like there's a higher demand there's more people making the movies so like the good actors are being requested more working more so then like sometimes they'll need like a little bit of a boost or a little bit of this or that just like people drink energy drinks like you you don't get enough sleep the day before you've been working a lot you drink an energy drink you take a pill to like uh... like get you through the day a little bit more like drugs energy however it may be same with the sex pills there's higher mm-hmm. demand so if people need a little bit of assistance then a little bit turns into a little bit more and more so yeah, a little bit of a snowball effect there the, the demand in the industry, it's all changing out yeah, it's definitely yeah, like quite a bit different than it used to be, but there's still like the good stuff out there.
1: Can you can you use your tell when you're doing a scene with a guy? Like which one's using cheat? she not I don't want to say cheater, but using pills and which one is natural and they're really into you.
0: Definitely not at first when I first got into the business, just because it was so new for me, like I just I kinda just thought all the guys were superheroes. I was just like, oh my god, you're all just amazing. This yeah. is fantastic. Like this is why you're a professional. I get it, I get why you're on camera but then through uh like living with uh Danny and Lacy uh they <clears throat> uh like uh and Danny's uh telling me like ex- like explaining to me he's like yeah there's actually definitely a lot more guys on these pills than you would think and he mentioned a couple of names that I was like no way really like they do those pills and, that, cause, and i would worked with some of these guys and I I would have never been able to tell but then once I like I started learning more about it. Then I was able to like, oh, okay, like this guy's probably has taken something or a pill.
1: When you take, when you say pills, is it, what's outside? Okay, there's Viagra, but there's what's the Cialis. other
0: Cialis. Is there a
1: big difference between the two? You think?
0: Uh yeah. Uh, what was it again? There's like there's a big uh, difference between the two. I think Cialis is a lot less intense, like Viagra, mm-hmm. but it's a little bit nicer to use. Because Viagra, like, it just makes your cock hard, and your cock is hard. And, then, like, even after you come, your cock is still hard. But with Cialis, like, you can go up and you can go down. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, you can fluctuate easier between the two. Like, you can get harder easier, yeah. but then you can also calm down. Like, you can also come down from it. And Viagra is a little bit more intense, and it, like, it's not really, like, a decision that you can make. Like, you're hard for a certain, like, it gives you a certain window that you're going to work within.
1: So, you know, this is, let's... I'm I'm guessing, but uh, Cialis probably tell you you uh, will be good for the next five or six hours. Oh.
0: I actually, I heard from the guys that use Cialis that uh, it kind of lasts, like, uh, like for most of the day, like, but you're not going to be, like, necessarily hard, but you're going to have, like, a little bit more pep in your stuff. You're going to be a little bit more horny, and you're going to be able to, like, when you do decide to get hard, you're going to be able to, like, be... Really so popular. guys have to
1: time it right like if, if a guy knows
0: with viagra it's more of a timing thing like uh, like guys will pop their viagra like mm-hmm. right before the shoot and the guys like uh that take cialis like they can take it and like they're not too worried about like I we need to hurry up and like do this like i have a certain window to do this within so cialis
1: you probably take it maybe little before if you're taking a girl for dinner or something
0: yeah, yeah. So like you're like you got that little bit of extra energy sure. to like put forth in like the foreplay, and then when the actual play comes around. But here again, everybody's different, so every like it, it could work the opposite for some people because some people's bodies and systems work different. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. A um, couple more things, about Danny, um, I met him a couple times through you guys. He's he's a very nice guy, very thoughtful, and very smart guy. I I wish him nothing but the best and I like the fact that he was such an honest guy about it transparency there's Mm -hmm. some guys uh, were doing stuff uh, that's uh, bullshit
0: about it yeah I don't do that like
1: they were doing weird not weird but you mm -hmm. know they were doing stuff like maybe even like a gay stuff and didn't tell the girls that they were doing it even though they test and they're negative and stuff but uh Guys like Dan is always honest, and I like the fact that he's—he, you know, he did this video clip saying goodbye, and then, you know, this is the reason why I'm not doing it anymore. Because he was working a lot, but you know. Yeah, he
0: just got to like the A-list, like, that, like yeah. group of guys. He's de- he's definitely a great performer.
1: And he was also in that movie with uh, uh, Lindsay Lohan and uh, James <laughs> Dean Oh, what was that Canyon, called? right?
0: Oh yeah, the Canyon.
1: He was very good, in it? So, uh,
0: <laughs> I loved seeing him. It made me so happy
1: <laughs> and, <laughs> to see uh,
0: him and Lily in there together. Yeah, because I was living with them at the time. And yeah, actually, you and I went out to eat with them uh, like the day after they had both shot for them.
1: Yeah,
0: or for that movie.
1: And uh, he was great. I saw the movie. you showed it to me, and uh, you know I wish him the nothing the best. and uh, the the listeners, you know if you, if you if you don't mind, just go to his Twitter and like wish him the best. you know Daniel. He's,
0: like he's so much more than just a porn star. He actually just came out with a book uh, last year his fir- uh, and it's not even the first book he's come out with. He's been published in a couple of other things. He's a very, very insightful, intelligent guy. With a lot of like that, with a lot to offer in a lot of different ways about a lot of different things. Do you know the name of the books? Oh man. Um,
1: well, how do you spell Danny Wilde? Let the people know. Is it W Y L D E?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, and then
1: D A N N Y.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. W Y L D E. Mm-hmm. Danny Wilde, and um, yeah, he's a great performer, and uh, you know, um, I, I, I was shocked. Brandon Iron told me about it. You know, he he he's, he was just. Uh, concern you know yeah it doesn't really yeah. seem
0: like anybody that talks about him has anything bad to say no. about him
1: <clears throat> so that was the first person good luck Danny and the uh, second person this person I didn't know I uh, worked for I used to work for evil Angel I used to do DVDs for Jake Malone. Um I like his movies very much and it was one of his former performer TJ Cummings and uh, male talent and would you like to tell him oh, people what happened
0: Um. I definitely. Uh, I'll start off by saying I really love TJ. He's definitely a very unique, interesting uh, individual, and I'm very happy that I've like got to experience somebody that uh, was like him. But he's sec- a pretty
1: built guy too. He looked like a bodybuilder.
0: Oh yeah, like he's kind of like like a, a like a Greek Adonis or something. <laughs> like, uh, is he a tall guy? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's... Uh, which is funny, because, like, a lot of... Porn guys are short. Yeah, I was, was so shocked how many, like, guys are, like, my height, and I'm only 5'4". But, yeah, he's, uh, he's a taller guy. He's really, like, great-looking. He's a little bit extreme, and, uh, like, some people can't handle that. But for the people that can, they definitely appreciate it. Because he's very genuine about his, uh like, how extreme he is. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he ended up... Um, I didn't uh, know until a fan contacted me saying, uh, asking me if I had HIV, and I was like, what? And then another fan, uh, like, later on that week sent me another thing, like, do you have HIV Uh, because you've done a scene with TJ Cummings, and I was like, huh, I wasn't sure about that, so I I ended up hitting him up on Skype because I'd been away from the U.S. for a while, so we hadn't talked uh, in, uh, like, quite a while, but I hit him up and I asked him, I was like, is it true what they're saying? And he was like, "Yeah, it's true." And I like I asked him how he's doing with it, and he said he went through a little hard time at first because that is definitely like it's something that there's no cure for. And he said he went through like a bit of a depression, but I don't blame him. uh, uh, It it really is like one of the risks that go with being in our industry and also being the kind of people we are. Like the uh, HIV definitely isn't like a prominent risk there. It's something that we definitely. That's why the industry tests once a month.
1: But he is the the fourth and the last one from 2013, right? Yeah. Because Cameron Bay is a performer. Her boyfriend has it. And TJ Cummings. And I think there's a f- fourth person. I don't remember. It's another girl. And um, first of all, it, it's very sad that this, this happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I don't want to mislead people because I have to be completely honest here. When you hear HIV incident, it's usually... They did something weird. Outside of norm of porno. Well, that,
0: that, that's also a thing too. Is uh, po- people that get into porn are generally really sexually active and sexually mm. open in their personal lives, and that's how they were able to get into porn in the first place. Is because they had a really big <clears throat> sexual appetite and a very open sexual mind before they got into the business. Like you don't just like go from being a church going girl or boy to like hmm, suddenly I'm gonna I'm gonna be on naked on film like no like it's because you like you uh, you live a certain kind of lifestyle and you are a certain kind of way before you get into the industry and you definitely have a life outside of the industry and just like when you're on camera there's risks granted HIV isn't a big one for when you're on film but there's HPV um, all different you want to explain what that is (laughs) oh there's a there's definitely a few of them Uh, HPV is
1: but it sounds like most people have it
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a. Few if you
1: be honest about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's. Uh, uh I just watched this. Uh, it's a really, really great video. It's like an intro video uh, for people that want to get into porn. It's called Porn One Hundred and One. It's a, uh, a a new like little fifteen minute video that just came out, and it's very, 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 very informative. And I I recommend a lot of people that are interested in getting into the business or just want to know a little bit more about it. Sure. Like definitely go look into the Porn One Hundred and One video. A lot of people have it up on their. Um, Twitters and other social networking sites right now. I just posted it on my Tumblr proxy page at Tumblr, and um, it talks about uh, like protecting yourself, uh, like the do's and don'ts, how they how the business works. It's a very honest video, and it also talks about the risk factors that are in there. Uh, HPV is like there's a there's multiple different kinds of uh, like herpes mm. and some people are just born with them and cold sores are a type of herpes so uh like and you can get those like when you're a kid in school in middle school and early high school and you have it for the
1: rest of your life and, and it's not it's not someone and, yeah, yeah.
0: It's, 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 it's contractible and you do have that virus that lives in there but it's not necessarily dangerous
1: no and it's not always because of a sexual nature either mm-hmm. you know
0: Exactly, like it can be, like mm-hmm. it can be passed through just kissing. And there's many people like that have nothing to do with porn. That like, if someone's kissing someone with a cold sore, and then all of a sudden they get a cold sore the next week, yes, you've cr- contracted that virus. Sure, it is, or like, even sharing a cup or cigarettes, anything like that. So it doesn't have to be any kind of sexual contact that you can get that through. But yeah, th- there there's something like twenty some odds, like 20, 30 some odd different strains of that. And some of them are strictly oral, some of them are strictly um, genital uh, strains of the virus, and some of them are contractible, some of them are not, but there are so many different kinds of uh, the virus, so it is, and like, there is a very large amount of people in the industry that do have it, and like, you could have it and not even know it, so... But it's it's definitely it's not life threatening, and when you do have it, no. just properly take care of it, and like be again hygienic. Hi, being hygienic and healthy, and taking care of your body are really 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 big factors because stress can make uh, these things flare up, come out like that. Like even if you know that you have them, like stress can be a big factor for that too. But yeah diet and cleanliness are a really big thing on like maintaining them properly and taking care of them the right way
1: we, we're going to go back to teaching coming in a second but i know this guy was a little before your time but do you remember a guy named darren james
0: mm, it sounds familiar but I'm not sure. he was a
1: black performer he quit the business teaching boy got him back in business again and he went to brazil
0: and that was a big one, yeah. And
1: then he came back with HIV. Now, one of the things that he claimed was he got bit by a spider. His immune system was weak. And he did a scene with a girl and supposedly got it. Um, I don't know exactly what happened, how it happened. but yeah, every if you're
0: time healthy, you can get lucky and not get it if you do come into contact with it. So that's why, yeah, taking care of yourself is very, very important.
1: So I don't know how much that is uh, uh, factual, but... I just think whenever you start saying a person went to Brazil and they maybe have a different standards, what's considered as a safe sex over there, mm-hmm. but, you know, my former boss, John Stalliano got HIV down in Brazil. So, you know, they have a... It's just that whenever... When you when somebody have HIV in the business, I ask questions like, was this person... If it's a man, I ask... Was this person bisexual, or did he do bisexual movie or gay movie on the side?
0: Uh-huh. And
1: and if the answer is yes, then you know you could start doing detective work like where like Cameron Bay, uh, you know, her boyfriend has HIV too now, but I don't believe that she's the one who gives to him. I just I have a hard time believing. It's very difficult for a woman to give it to a man. Mm-hmm. And her boyfriend did gay stuff. So uh, I'm not saying they deserve it. I'm just saying that like, when you're doing bisexual gay stuff, you're putting a mo- little bit more, well, higher risk for sure.
0: Yeah, because there's definitely, uh, like, there's stretching and tearing. Mm-hmm. Of, like, that's, uh, it's a lot more, uh, it happens a lot easier in those kind of things because uh, your ass, uh, like, can easily get torn. Like a, like a vagina is a lot more resilient than the inside of an ass. Sure. So just like little things, like there can be like little tears there. Like there's been like many a times I've done like big anal stretching scenes and I've not, de- I've definitely not gotten hurt. I'll never like yeah. uh, push my limits to the point of like Un- being uncomfortable or getting hurt and putting my health at risk but like sometimes like if you're just really really into it like there could be like a little bit of blood and tears are very very easy to get yeah. in the ass so you definitely do have to be really really careful like the odds of like if a guy was to come in a girl's vagina and like have the virus? Like the odds of her are a lot less slim of getting it. As far as he was to come in her ass, it's a fifty-fifty chance that she's going to contract the virus. Be- because when you fuck there's so many more blood vessels in your right. ass. Right, and,
1: and 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 it's easy
0: to
1: skin skin laceration. Mm-hmm. So there's cut, and if the guy have a HIV virus, and, and and maybe he's a cut, a cut on his neck or something, it's easier to pass his virus through, mm-hmm. you know, anus. That's why it's, it's you know, 80s especially, like, the San Francisco gay area, there was high percentages of gay men with AIDS, mm-hmm. HIV. So that's why, you know, 806 can be dangerous. I mean, you never hear, like, two lesbians who having sex and uh, HIV outbreak. And <laughs> I, n- yeah, I, n- I I never,
0: I've never heard never, the
1: I, 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 I've never heard that before, so um, um, going back to TJ Cummings, so you know what happened to a guy i mean i know danny said something about kings.com were very supportive and i think he was working for like maybe a gay porn company like i think something to do with post-production maybe even yeah beyond. behind the scenes yeah so he's doing that and uh, he's very good at sort of thing but a guy like tj cummings um was it known to do like gay stuff did people know did the girls know did you know
0: um. Okay, I know I definitely know him on a personal level and we were pretty close, but there, like...
1: <sighs> when you did a scene with him, did you know that he was doing that stuff?
0: No, 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 because you know the- I had I, I had never actually met him before we did our scene together for oh, Game I see. Alone. Mm-hmm. So that was my first time getting introduced to him and I had no idea that like I wouldn't have guessed from like working with him that he like would admit that he was into guys at all, but then he told me, like, I, I definitely knew he did uh, gay webcamming. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, like, a lot of things happen behind closed doors. And, it, like, it is, <laughs> like... And, like, he's not the only one that's guilty of it. Everybody is guilty of it. Like, I know plenty of performer girls that, like... That aren't safe outside of the business, but like for the most part, everybody does. And when not safe, like, you say not
1: safe, like you'll fuck other guys outside of the business with no condoms and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, but
0: right? like, like everybody had, like, there's some people that are guilty of it and some people that aren't. And it, like, it is definitely a very, very, very gray area for mm-hmm. like what people do in their personal lives outside of it because some of like the best performers are like they're crazy on film and that's why people love them, but they're also crazy in real life too and like it, it all is just kind of like a crapshoot like if you're lucky or not because you never know like where the risk is going to be it could be in like the least expecting person that you would imagine it to be coming from and
1: I, I think uh, then we talk about this that there is stigma when the when girls doing transsexual movies
0: Mm-hmm. And some
1: guys or some girls don't want to work with that person.
0: Oh, yeah. I've definitely had people um, reject working with me because mm-hmm. I, I, I do bisexual stuff. And, well, I work with bisexual guys, rather. And I also, I really, really... Yeah, yeah if working you're working with, with a TS. girl,
1: it's never a problem. Yeah,
0: but girl bisexuality is one thing. But, yeah, working with bisexual guys mm-hmm. is different. But, um, yeah, I also definitely, uh, I really love working with TS uh, girls, transsexuals and I they're they're one of my dirtiest like like real fantasies I love them so much it's a really big personal fetish for me
1: but can you can you explain to them like like why okay for quickly answering the bisexual stuff why do you like those
0: um really I like because <clears throat> a lot of the bisexual guys are very very sexual and they're very very open like with straight guys, it's just it's just the same old thing. They're all they're all the same. Like it's sex and that that. But bisexual guys are a little bit more open sexually, and they're a little bit more comfortable in their bodies sometimes. Like not to say that straight guys aren't, but like
1: you could do stuff to them that the most heterosexual guy won't. Yeah, like
0: it's it's more kind of anything goes. There's less limits, less boundaries less to step have to on. worry about. Yeah, like you can get like, and if I decide to lick their ass, they're more open to the idea of it mm-hmm. or. Like if things even decide to go a little bit further in the ass mm-hmm. area, so yeah, yeah, it's more anything goes, and I'm more I I, I prefer some of the things like that. I
1: I think that's why I think Rocco Siffredi, the guy we always talk about, great Italian pornographer. It's he's really comfortable with himself. He is hundred.
0: Yeah, that's so sexy.
1: He's hundred percent heterosexual. And you know that thing that he does, like, um, he'll be on the couch or bed or something in the corner, he'll spread his leg like like a spread eagle.
0: Yeah, he'll, like, put his knees up by his ears just like the girls do. And then
1: and jerk up and have the girls lick their asshole. Uh, and, 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 and I think a lot of guys are um, embarrassed by that, but he's so comfortable. No one will ever, <laughs> ever question Rocco's sexuality because he's 100% Italian style. Yeah. But I, I, he think it's funny and, and there are a lot of nerve endings in your asshole, so it must it feels like These guys have
0: multiple cheese spots in their ass and they wouldn't know that until like they like a lot of them like a lot of them don't even want to believe that they do but once you like break that boundary yeah like i have just recently with a guy that i've been seeing like got him open to the idea of it and like at first it was just when i was giving him blowjob he's laying on his back and i start like licking lower than his balls and then he was like oh Oh, that, that is nice. Because at first, he, he like you said, he got really tense when my tongue got, yeah. like, a little bit lower. And I was like, shh, just relax. It's okay. Yeah. I got this. I know what I'm doing. Like, yeah. This is not unfamiliar territory for me. And then next thing I know, he's the one, like, turning around, and he's up on his knees bent over. So, yeah, yeah once you open your mind to it, like, you'll realize it is qu- it's a whole other wonderland to explore. I...
1: I never understand how um, guys who hate to go down on a girl. I mean, the pussy and like staying away. I mean, of course, if there's shit coming out of an asshole, you don't do it. But most girls are very self conscious and very clean.
0: Yeah. In fact,
1: because it's an asshole, I think girls are even more self conscious about it. So they go out of there to so keep, keep it clean. Extra clean. Yeah. Because yeah.
0: you know what comes out of there. So you like, you pay a little bit more attention to
1: it. And I, I think it's similar to airlines that just crashed. <laughs> I'll try to get on air, that airline right away because what's the chance of them crashing right away? Something bad happens, so they're more extra. Uh, uh, they're extra
0: they're like, cautious. They're extra, extra aware cautious. Of the so wrist. and
1: um, I don't know what it is. Just when the girl's bending over and, and they got small butthole and the pussy. It's just to me. It's it's such a beautiful sight.
0: Uh huh. And it's always
1: much tighter when you you're bent over on your knees. Like yeah. You. <laughs> so it's it's um, you know uh, obviously I was talking to one of my friends. Like, um, she she has a podcast. She's got Rosie Tran. She's going to contact you. And she was trying to help me, <laughs> try to get advertiser to this p- p- this mar- marketing people. And uh, as soon as she mentioned my podcast, they said, Oh no 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 he he. He's too <laughs> explosive, whatever. And I don't, I don't care. I, I like having an honor, honest conversation. At one moment, I'm talking to human rights lawyer, to former veteran, to a girl who are in a porn business, you know. But I we're adults, like, right? Yeah, so. it's like we're adults, and like if if what I say you, you offend there's you, there's
0: limits on things. Yeah,
1: just don't. Then stop listening to it. Um, so uh, the bisexual stuff I could kind of understand because when I used to work for Evil Angel and the Joyce Rivera strap attack series you know and why? I could usually tell the guy is very liberal or bisexual you know because they feel so comfortable getting fucked in ass by strap I I don't think I'm that liberal when it comes but getting asshole like I don't I don't know why unless you didn't clean your asshole it's such a like pleasurable thing and it's mm-hmm. so strange like you you don't like it Um, you have to be fair you have to go there's
0: like there's different stimulation points all Mm -hmm. over your body you just gotta find them explore
1: so um, transsexuals um, or females, and I've
0: worked with so many amazing 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 girls TS girls (laughs) so what
1: why do you think uh, so uh, for people who are don't follow porn or follow adult business I think people pretend
0: are, like they don't.
1: <laughs> they're they're afraid to work with a girl who works with transsexual because of HIV virus or, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm.
0: That's
1: that's pretty much what it comes down to, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, because there's definitely like, like the risk factor involved, but luckily I've uh, I'm very connected uh, like I'm pretty connected in that community and I know who's safe and who isn't mm-hmm. and I I I usually end up working with my friends that are TS performers and like they just like any other performer are aware of the fact that they work with other people and they need to be safe in their personal lives and uh, they they take the extra precautions just like any performer would to be safe and be careful about these things because they don't want to be part of the problem they want to be part of the solution they want to be like they want to have like a good effect on the business because generally if you're in this business and you're in it because you like it and you respect it
1: and um... So I th- I think certain people don't want to work with you because they're scared and uh, like I'm good friend with we'll Chris. Yeah. No. I don't hold that yeah, yeah. them at all. Um, like my friend Christina Rose, you know, 2013, there's four outbreaks of HIV. And, uh, you know, of course, that should scare anyone. So she only does occasionally, but more now she only does girl-girl stuff, which is very safe, mm-hmm. very safe. Um, so who who who's some of your favorite um, transsexual stars you work with? Do they prefer transsexual or shemales? My person, that they prefer females, but.
0: Mm-hmm. I think, I uh, yeah, tranny, they don't really care for that term too much, but... I think that's a derogatory
1: turner. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I always say T.S., and they they usually, uh, aren't upset by that, but, like, it's it's just because, like, tranny is kind of more of a derogatory-sounding term.
1: I don't know why any of the name have a name called T.S. (laughs) Elliot.
0: That's a funny one. Um, no, some of the really great girls that I've worked with, um, are Mandy Mitchell and she's a very good close friend of mine and she's just she's a gorgeous gorgeous girl like you would look at her and not know mm. the difference she's so 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 feminine and um, she is like I think of her as a female really like I don't think of her otherwise but then uh, another performer that I absolutely love love love, love to work with is um, uh, Juliet Stray she's fantastic like any, like, any, like, oh, like, she is a true, like, cock heart, like, dirty slut. Like, she is one of, like, the sluttiest, mm-hmm. horniest girls I have ever, ever, ever met. Like, girls that get turned on by like sex and that are like that are comfortable with the term being called sluts and stuff like that like that know her actually like look up to her like real girls look up to her because she's just like she has such like an admirable sexual ambition and she's just so like sexy and genuine about it and (laughs) she's uh, like absolutely fantastic You never worked with Vanity? No I, I have not worked with Vanity I've worked with uh Tiffany Sar before and a couple
1: of others, but though like ma- the main ones that I've worked with the most are Mandy and Juliet. I I um I know you haven't worked with Joyce Severa, but Joyce Severa, the great male performer from seventies and eighties and uh, you know early to mid nineties, a great director for Yvonne Angel. He Wait, does. He was a
0: performer. Joyce Severa. Yeah.
1: Oh my god. <gasps>
0: I didn't realize that. He I was didn't a few,
1: that. He, he and John Leslie were roommates in San Francisco, and Joey used to do live section in New York City. Joey's been in the business for a long time, but he was a performer for a long time, and he's a hell of a good actor. Um, and all the uh, good
0: directors used to
1: be freaking performers, man. But Joey is one of my dear friends and somebody I love, and uh, he's always been honest. And um, uh, he always played like a goofy role. He has like a little curly hair with a mustache. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so <laughs> and, uh, no, Joey jo and John Leslie were like a big part of performance in a feature film in seventies, eighties in porn. And, uh, oh my God, what is her name? Oh boy. I feel ashamed. This girl in the early to mid eighties was one of the biggest star in adult business. She had this beautiful natural look to her and I think Joey was, um, dating her something something really weird happened where she ended up killing herself Aww. i think she shot herself but um you know he, he's got a lot of interesting stories and uh, he's, he's he's great at it you know um but the reason why i mentioned Joey because around 96 and 97 Joey brought a new innovation in adult business which he, which was here was he he was this mainstream porn director made the first rogue adventure the first uh transit so he joined someone who brought female movies to mainstream porno world but at the time it was a huge huge like con- controversial thing yeah, you know? yeah this is around the same time when it's still
0: p- a big controversy thing i mean it, 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 it it's,
1: it's still people kind of touchy but this was a huge deal in like the 90s you yeah. know it was around a little bit before or a little bit after my former boss john know told everyone he was HIV positive, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it was like a strange time. But the someone who brought female movies to mainstream porno world. And he, in my opinion, does the best female movies. Uh, Rogue Adventures and all those things, you know, stuff that I used to do DVDs for. So mm-hmm. um, um Oh,
0: I want to mention one other TS too. Uh, yeah. Jasmine Jules, she was one she was actually the first one that I got to work with because um Tom Moore, who uh, shoots for Devil's Films, uh, I ended up doing, like, um, an, uh, an interracial scene with him, and I was at his house, and I noticed on the mantelpiece that he had an award uh, an award for transsexual uh, mm-hmm. babysitters, and I was like, and back when I worked at the porn shop, that was one of my favorite series to watch, because, sure. like, it was always really top-quality TS girls in there. And I I got so excited. I was like, why is this here? Why is this award here? He was like, oh, yeah, that's my movie. I was like, you shoot TSs? And I was fresh in the industry at that time. And I was like, please, 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 will you shoot me in a TS movie? And I was talking to him about how there's not nearly enough, like, TS work with, with girls. All the TS work is, like, they're usually working with guys. And then he told me, he's like, yeah, actually, like, a lot of them aren't really fans of girls. So it's hard to find them. And I was like, if well, if you run into one that's willing to work with a girl, I would mm. love, love, love to do that. And he ended up contacting me a month or two later, and he was like, yeah, I found one, and it was Jasmine Jewel. So I did my first TS scene with her, and she like it was such a great experience because she's like she's so she's so powerful. And um, like, is a big so difference? I mean, I am mean,
1: obviously physical difference, but is is it, is it is it so much more different from a regular
0: guy's? well okay some of them that i've worked with like it's kind of like working with a girl that has a cock like they're like they're very submissive in the like the same way girls are Mm -hmm. and like they're just as (laughs) horny as you like like they like they love the pleasure they love they love to give pleasure they love to receive pleasure and like they are very feminine and it's very similar to working with a girl but then some of them like jasmine jewels like she's definitely like very feminine in her own ways but then like she also was still like assertive like a man yeah and like just like the way she was like was handling me like was it was so sexual and it was such a turn-on because like she knew how to fuck me like a man and but also like uh, treat me like a woman would at the same time it was like it was a very very great mix of like the two sexualities so, they, like, uh, you get a little bit of both from some of them. It just depends on uh, the performer. And it's
1: just really weird when you go places like Italy and India, where transgender groups of people are not—they're not seen as a bad thing, but they're respected. You know, it's yeah, almost like
0: because
1: yeah. I didn't really—I don't know if I believe it back then, but I'm, I'm beginning to bu- really believe like these are people who are women born in man's body
0: yeah Yeah. that's like that's how they feel and it's like it's a constant battle and like if you feel like you're supposed to be a female like and you're wearing boys clothes like it feels wrong Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel right just like there's so many other things in life where like you know something doesn't feel right and Like, you don't, like, you don't want to keep doing something that doesn't feel right. So, like, you follow your heart and you do, like, what your heart feels like is right, what your spirit feels like is right. And then, like, if you, then they put on women's clothes and they feel more like themselves. They feel happier in those. So, it it is quite, like, it is a really strange thing.
1: I I, I think (laughs) um, you're born with it. I remember reading my friend's book. Ogi Oga's book uh, Billy and Wicked Thoughts. there's really sad story in there one time this this boy um as a baby boy um I guess they were trying to give circumcision and the, the surgery go bad so they ended up cutting the penis off so they cut open and, and transformed it into vagina and doctor thought well just don't tell that person he was born as a boy, I've heard
0: about this and and, and, and
1: raised her as a her a, as yeah. a girl. So so it was one of those weird social experiment where is a person boy or girl because the environment and how society treat them. Well, this person was really confused throughout his her life because it's a boy, and he was he was never into girls' outfit. Even though everybody treated her like a girl. Well, um, then. F- Later on, when he was older, he found out he's not really she, It's a he. Mm. And uh, it, it caused all kinds of problems. And uh, I think uh, he ended up killing himself. Oh, you know, it's
0: like that kind of inner, inwards battle when you don't know what the difference is. Like, cause see, th- that's a perfect example. Like, you know how you feel on the inside. Yeah. And granted, like, he was born one way, but then he was transformed without his knowledge at a very er- early on yeah. into something else. But then you grow up knowing what you feel like on the inside. For sure. And that's definitely an issue that a lot of the, like, the TS girls have. And, I, like, it's kind of sad that it's, like, looked down upon so much
1: because that that boy you know th- the family put in, like a feminine clothes and pink outfit and he didn't want to wear that mm-hmm. he wasn't interested in playing dolls he wanted to play with trucks and army pieces you know so i think it was really confused for a long time but mm-hmm. yeah it's it just one of those sad stories where um you you have to be who you are and, 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 and uh, you can't just pretend like something that you're not, and, um, you know.
0: Actually, I was in um, high school with this uh, hermaphrodite, and...
1: How did you know him?
0: Oh, uh, it was definitely a known topic in school. Like, she definitely stood out, because it, it, it <coughs> took until uh, she was older, like, because she didn't, I guess she didn't know the difference, really, at first. Like, yeah until, like, anatomy class came around, and then it was like, hey, now all of a sudden I have all these questions, because she had, um, like, I, I'm not exactly sure what the mixture of, but she definitely had a mixture of male genitalia and female genitalia. Sure. And uh, she was brought up as a boy because she does have, like, a penis. And, and vagina. Yeah, but then once she got... Um, once her teen like she got to be an older teen and like as you know like uh, when you're a teenager you start going through changes and you start rediscovering yourself in mm. different ways and there's all these different like hormones going through you and uh i like i had many conversations with her about it and uh, it was like around then when you're like you're like rediscovering who you are and like newly like discovering yourself in new ways that she she felt like and she was a bit like in her rebellious phase as well she ended up like wanting to convert to a female because she did have both and she was getting raised as one and she was confused as that one so she's like all right i'm gonna change over to the other one when was last
1: time you saw this person
0: oh back in ninth grade so it's been many many years and Mm -hmm. i wouldn't even know like how to get in touch with her anymore but she like she, she felt wrong in one way, so she flipped to the other way to see if it felt right. So yeah. she, she did that, but she uh, told me that she went to um, hermaphrodite uh, like, uh, support meetings, and she had ended up meeting a couple of other ones, and that's actually like a really big thing that happens amongst hermaphrodites, is if they're raised one way, once they get into their adolescence uh, ages, like once mm-hmm. the, like uh, puberty starts hitting, they start getting confused, and they start... like. uh, Having a lot of like feeling a different way, they usually end up flipping uh, the way that they were brought up. They usually end up changing sexes, like in their teenage years. Sometimes they change back, but it just depends on where the lifestyle goes from there. But they usually end up going opposite of how they were.
1: You, you know, I'm, I'm, um, I I guess I am 20. Yeah, I am 20 years older than you. So you, 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 you're young enough that you probably still see a lot of younger people than yourself my feeling is you guys tend to be more open-minded than my generation is. Yeah, that's true.
0: Because, yeah, things were a lot more like repressed back then. Yeah,
1: and, um, do you you think, do you think people are treating people better with their difference? Because, um,
0: Oh yeah, cause like there's more and more things like uh, like the girl like okay, I I can only imagine what it's like for like my grandparents or well, okay, not necessarily mine because they're pretty liberal mm-hmm. grandparents, but for like some people's grandparents that like grow up in like the swinging fifties and stuff like that, and the girls are in like nice skirts and everybody dresses nice and respectfully, and there's all these like like there there is like the like. Men were very chivalrous. Women were very polite. Sure. Men were men. Women were women. And nowadays, like there's tomboys, there's girl boys, there's girls on TV, like in like little booty shorts, like like it's all about sex, sex, sex on yeah. TV. The like the media influence and everything like that. Like I wonder what it's like for the older people that like grew up in one way and just like how shocking it can be. So like it's you have things really change like that. And
1: like. When you watch TV shows back in like uh, I Love Lucy's and things like that and different shows from 40s and 50s and 60s, when you watch them, a lot of stuff is implied. Like when you see
0: (laughs) bedrooms, there's
1: always two beds. Even though they're married, they sleep on it. Um, If if there's a scene where the couples go into the room and they close the door and next thing you see like fireworks, that's, you know, there's a lot of explosion. Or when they when the couples are leaving uh, going to the bedroom and they take their cat and, and kick, kick their cat out of the room <laughs> there's all this like colder way of implying their sex or whatever but
0: innocently done, yeah. yeah
1: and you know i like star trek and i'm kind of spacing out right now but when captain kirk um i forgot what, why, why am i forgetting her name all of a sudden but when he when he kissed that black gal that was like the first time in TV where, like, it, it was just a kiss, but it was such a big deal, you know. Yeah, it was the
0: first
1: interracial kiss, right? In case, yeah, and, um, I'm i am just hoping that the people are more, um... Uh, a
0: whora, a lieutenant whora. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's what it is. Oh, uh,
1: which, it sounds really funny when you say it like
0: that. <laughs> I just realized that when you said it. That is a good one.
1: And... I always get this title wrong: "Freaks and Geeks" or "Geeks and Freaks." Uh, late '90s. One of the amazing episodes was Seth Rogen's character was dating a girl who was hip, uh, uh, hermaphrodite. And for those of you who don't know what that is, herma part was God Hermes. Second part's name after Aphrodite, the uh, Greek goddess of goddess. So you basically have a male god and female goddess. So hermaphrodite is basically a person who has both. Uh, uh, genitalia, penis, and vagina, and it's one of those genetically odd thing that happen. You know, not all the time, but ha- it does happen. You know. Yeah. The,
0: uh, was it you that was telling me about the the Greek? Yeah, that Greek god that was changed from a man into a female, and then ended up being turned back again. But within that time, ended up gaining all that knowledge and was Tiresias, yeah, that yeah. One, yeah. He
1: he did something to upset the god, so he was a man. So God punished him turning him to a woman for seven years and uh, some reason they brought him back as a man again but b- basically even the gods had respect for tiresias and i apologize to any greek listeners because i'm sure we're <laughs> pronouncing it all wrong but he was wise even even more wise than gods because he had the knowledge of both men and women mm-hmm. you know which
0: is a rare thing to that.
1: Because when you look at Greek mythology, even Zeus and uh, um, Hera, his wife, they're always fighting like a couple. Mm-hmm. These are supposed to be gods, and God is wise, right? But, they
0: should be beyond that, but no. No,
1: mm-hmm. but even the even gods, because of the gender difference, there's problems, you know. Mm-hmm. But and um, because I don't think I would have met females or transgender people. Without porn, But when you meet them, when you don't know anything about them as a man, it looks really weird and, like, Mm -hmm. scary. But once you meet them, talk to them. They're very sweet groups of people. And there's no need for, um, hatred. If you don't like them, just don't talk and hang out with them, you know? Yeah,
0: just like if you're hearing, like, explicit things on the radio. Just just don't fucking listen. Just turn it off. Yeah. Like, like, there's no need to, like, get upset about it. Because then you're just giving your energy (laughs) towards that entity anyway.
1: Um, I guess we, um... Um, we could end this, take a break, and do a second episode because I didn't even touch. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad we got to talk this. I think a lot of people are curious about sort of things, you mm-hmm. know? Um, I will end by saying...
0: It's important to be open and honest and, like, touch on the subjects that we've touched on because it's something that, like, so many of the things that we did talk about today, so many, like, a lot of people are, are really shy about talking about them and, yeah. like... It's like sexuality like like if you are sexually active it is something that you should be comfortable and open with and have knowledge about and communication is definitely key in relationships and in sexuality so it's something people should be more open to And I'm uh,
1: <coughs> I'm not being sarcastic I'm really really serious when I say mm-hmm. this I um, um when when a, a guy meets a girl and she you know sleep she slaps around, and the guy want to have sex with her, and she doesn't. Tendency for the guy get angry and call her slut and whores. And I'm, I'm a big free speech person, but I never like using those words about mm-hmm. women at all. I just like, it's just like, that's not...
0: Well, any word and being used in a derogatory tone or way. malicious, day, yeah. Yeah, like, because like, I love being called a slut and a whore, like in bed or on camera I love that it's 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 the intention behind it really yeah
1: and um, um, I know when when I when I hear I know when somebody being malicious with it I I hate those words I would never tell people not to use those words personally I don't use those I use racist words for sure I'm comfortable Mm -hmm. with that but those with women I uh
0: it's a little
1: bit more, yeah. just remember, even when I work for Evil Angel because women are still women,
0: We're yeah. Just little dainty creatures.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, when there's a movie like uh, Jake Mullen used to have title called Crimes of Cunt and uh, Slutty and Slottier, <laughs> you know, like uh, Slottie and Slottier is Manuel Ferrara, but he also
0: did have Bitchcraft, yeah,
1: yeah. And Manuel doesn't mean anything by it, it's just a title, but I don't, I just, I just don't like it when when they're being malicious about yeah. it, yeah, um, because I think.
0: It's, and it doesn't have the same effect if, like, a girl is to call a guy, like, a prick or a dickhead or something no. like that. It's just not the same effect.
1: I mean, I could call... Wh- um,
0: Premature ejaculator. <laughs> that doesn't roll off the tongue as nicely. <laughs> I
1: mean, minorities could call a white person, like, honky, this and that, all sorts of bad word for a uh, white person. But when white person turn back and, and call me and chinks, or Japs, or nips, or uh, Mexicans, to uh, staked wet, wet back, and uh, uh, people from uh, Pakistan like uh, Paki and stuff, or call black person nigger, then everyone is like, it doesn't matter if we're, what we're calling people names, those word for minority sons have a heavier weight than calling somebody honky, because honky doesn't seem that mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. So when the girls are calling like, Hey, come on, faggot. Is that what you got? Whatever. I don't mind, you know. It, it, it's it's the po- people with power, you know what I mean? Like yeah. men tend to have more power. So uh black performer named Monique, she used to call guys like, That's what you got, faggot, whatever. Like, it's a kind of turn on for me, you know. But when a guy do it, it just depends on who's the girl, how they're saying it, you know. Yeah, and like if it, Manuel is
0: saying it or something yeah, like that. It's he doesn't have like a that. reputation
1: being a mean guy, yeah. but there are... I'm not gonna say names, but there's some male performance. You could definitely tell they hate women for mm-hmm. sure and they're trying to fucking hurt you and like you know? they're
0: angry about saying it yeah or, yeah like again malicious malicious like yeah. there's other intent behind it and like sure. it, it really is yeah it's all in the intent behind it because like, you get, like that energy radiates through it just like natural chemistry and the cam- like uh, uh between people that radiates through the show if a guy's calling a girl a slut and like that's how he feels about the girl that's the way it's gonna sound coming out of his mouth as to where others that say like mm-hmm. oh come on you dirty slut like, it, like it's just like they're encouraging the girl to be sexual so yeah it's what's behind it it shows through even if you don't want it to
1: but i i i I, I always tell my friends and anyone who's interested enough to give my two cents which doesn't mean anything about Mm -hmm. porn but i do think these women who does porn they're really really um changing um i think in the long run they're helping women Uh because i think um Women have rights, too, you know, they, they have sexual needs, too, and uh, um, I think sometimes women are f- regular girls afraid to ask because they don't want to be seen like crazy or slutty and stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it's unfortunate that we, we have to break
0: to through that. Don't ca- don't care about what people think of you. All that matters is what you think.
1: <laughs> and
0: if you have respect for yourself, it doesn't matter like what other people think. Like as long as you're happy and like comfortable, with the, des- the decisions you're making? That's all
1: that counts. Yeah, and you know, I, I think um, it's sad that, that we have to ask porn to do that for you because I think
0: at least there's some. At least it's getting done, though.
1: Yeah, it's getting done. I, I, I just think see the reality: the porn you make a lot of money in North America. It's because people want to don't want to talk about it, and if you don't talk about sex somebody else is gonna take the place to talk about it mm-hmm. and sex is taking that place. But um,
0: And it's a natural human function, like it's mm-hmm. something that we all have the desire to feel and do and participate in. So it shouldn't be as taboo as it is.
1: So, you know, basically porn is taking that place and um, you know, if if, if people are in North America is more honest about it, then it will be bad for porno. If people are honest, they don't have to go to porn, but um, <laughs> Um, I think uh, that's it. And uh, Oh, I do have a recommendation. Masters of Sex. That's another TV show that you should watch. Uh, it have to be one of the best TV shows from 2013. It's the story of a master at Johnson. There were two sex researcher in Ohio in the 50s. And uh, fantastic acting and performance. And um, the one of the characters, uh, uh, um, Lizzie Kaplan from Party of Five she is fantastic in that show she is this very modern woman in 50s someone who is single parent who um uh, who ended up working the sex studies but she's this very independent money thinking woman who has the sexual needs not afraid to ask for it and uh, she was very very ahead of her time progressive and that show was fantastic i mean it was incredible um I applaud showtime for making that show masters of sex so watch that show uh follow proxy page what you um all your contact information uh start with tumblr
0: uh you can find my tumblr it's proxy page tumblr.com and then on twitter my twitter handle is uh infiltrate proxy and then also i have my project and you can definitely find me there and i i respond to all the messages and you can support it as well and it's at offbeater.com. And it's called the project
1: is called Proxy Infiltrates Europe. Offbeater.com, which is, once again, the Kickstarter program similar uh, the to the adult, that, version, adult, of adult version of it. And uh, go and help Proxy because uh, she needs your support. And then uh, I, I care about her and I want her to live in um, Europe because.
0: Follow my dreams.
1: <laughs> I still have to say, if you're in adult business and if you want to look for post adult business, there's no nowhere in the world better than Europe. I I think you could do porn in the states as long as you stay in places like uh, bigger cities where people. are... Miami, to me. Los
0: Angeles. They're still
1: open-minded. Um, they are counterintuitive. I I remember a couple of girls in business. They did porn when once they got out, they moved to Utah, but they changed the color of their hair and and you know uh, it's almost like Bin Laden hiding that place <laughs> in Pakistan, you know yeah. like. Uh, didn't expect a normal person to live in a such a religious state but um, you know um, I think this is a good place for you and um, you're going to change more worldly person because you live in Europe I
0: have a lot of plans to, uh, and a lot of things that I want to do out here so I'm definitely going to get
1: started on those Alright well let's take a quick break and uh, do another episode but everyone thanks for listening um, if you can uh, get my iPhone app for Yoshiden and uh, i uh, i'm running out of money i don't i don't
0: support him support him donate to the site
1: <laughs> if you want to donate it's yoshiden.com and you could click on donate and uh, i don't doing think-
0: lots of great things for lots of great people so you definitely deserve the support <laughs>
1: <laughs> and um uh, you know, just um, uh, leave a comment or email me at dumbyoshi at gmail.com And um, if you have a question for her, I'm gonna to try to figure out a way to Skype you and record it. So um, I think I think I think people could tell by your voice like how earnest you are and honest you are and transparency. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, thanks for doing. And um, let's take a break and, and let's do another one soon. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye.